the world is changing. 51 years ago, the War of the Wilds came to a stalemate. The people of the Grainor Peninsula set all plant life ablaze to stop the stranglehold and built a mighty wall to keep the wilds at bay. All the while, they sat atop their monument, never truly knowing why this all began. A likeness of peace blanketed the blasted lands. One year ago, it all changed. An ancient god, once bound by old magic, found himself free and took his vengeance as his shackles were shattered. The mountainous city of Bulwark paid a grave price, but in the wake of this destruction comes the first glimpses of the possibility for true and honest peace. Our heroes venture from their familiar homeland into the fullness of what their world was before the war, a world they've touched but never truly seen. They find themselves caught between a land that has tried to end their lives hundreds of times over and a country they helped decimate. Under the canopy, they seek glory, truth, and salvation. The world is changing, and their hands will guide it. Hello, and welcome back to Another Path. I'm Chase, and I continue to be your GM. Today, our adventurers loot a god's temple with permission, and ask the age-old question, what's in the box? Thank you to our backers, Nate, Jeremy, and Shogun for their support. And with that, sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down another path. Yeah, I don't know. Guys, what day is it? It's Saturday. Is it? It is. I don't know anymore. Are we sure? I don't know I don't. what day I'm not. it is. Because we have not recorded in well over a month, yet I have did spend a good chunk of today editing our first Patreon exclusive episode of Another Path, which will be Huzzah. launching day and date with this episode. So if y'all want in that, uh, into that sweet, sweet $10 uh, a month watermark, uh, you'll get to hear some exclusive Addy nice. content, which sounds, by Huzzah. the way, fresh as hell. That was that new setup, right? Yeah, that was the new setup. So for that and the impending episode of Birds of Prey, we have mm. a brand new setup that was lent to us by the wonderful Zan of the Imprinted Echoes podcast. It is incredible, and hopefully we'll be able to start using that for Shakespeare soon enough as well. Awesome. Good, good, good. Speaking of Patreon. Speaking of Patreon. <laughs> didn't we, Chase, didn't we just update our entire Patreon we for did. Ghostlight Media? We did yeah, update that Patreon for Ghostlight Media. You, It says it says Ghostlight Media now. It does. It's actually said Ghostlight Media for a while, but I actually I changed the picture from us recording the first Birds of Prey to, uh, to the logo. Gosh, you know, we recorded that first Birds of Prey two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we are... We are quickly encroaching on like what the third anniversary of yeah that's of another third path. yeah that'd be may yeah, right yeah it's coming jeez i should do something for that <laughs> so at what point does that make us like uh the old folks doing podcasts the ones who've been around the block and seen some shit i don't know like have we I reached that point once, yet i think once we release episode 100 then yeah we then we can, can go into syndication i was I, <laughs> you beat me to it chase I was gonna make a joke about being getting syndicated. We can make that 
We can make that Friends Netflix money. <laughs> Hulu and Dropout can fight over us. Do you know how much money David Schwimmer is still making off of Friends? <sighs> David Schwimmer probably makes more money off of Friends in a year than I have made in my life. Not anymore, though, because I believe Friends is no longer on, face- on Netflix. Well, it this went somewhere, true. didn't it? HBO. Oh. Which, they got that HBO money. What? Mm. Get those uncensored episodes of Friends. HBO did that to uh, to yeah. Doctor Who, too, I think. They mm. claimed the streaming rights. So now it's only on HBO. I just finished season three of Outlander. How was that? Actually really good. Very Scottish. Mm, I like that. For those unaware, it was a book series, really popular book series in like the early 90s about a, a lady from 1960s Britain who gets time-traveled back to the 18th century. It's very romancy, but the show turns it into like a lot more of a war story simultaneously while being a romance and historical cool. fiction. Actually fucking rules. Yeah. <laughs> would would highly recommend, hmm. actually. Excellent. How many How many Griffins up? Like two and a half. Two and a half out of... Four. Okay. Okay. Depending on the depending, I don't know. This is a bad ranking system. Two, two and a half, <laughs> two and a half griffins agree. How about how about that four, they need more griffins? How about th- uh, uh, three point eight cacaws out of five? What happens if you get a a full cacaw? Then I sprout wings and do a victory lap above your headquarters. <laughs> You know what I need to get on is that Witcher. Mm, Toss a coin yeah. to your Witcher, or alley of play. I'm really have... happy that I was over at Zach's for like 30 minutes before we were going to go out one night, and I happened to catch that scene from The Witcher, because that's the song and the moment oh, that blew it, up. Oh, the I'm memes. Like, ah, I know about this. That's why I need to watch. I gotta get these huh. memes. I was a fool, and I watched The Mandalorian, and don't get me wrong... Mandalorian was fine. I got Mandalorian's the- real good. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's real, real good. I know some people that had some problems with it. I think they are. I don't know what they were expecting from uh, a show where the main character never takes his mask off. But I, th- I think Star Wars fans just hate Star Wars. I, I that is the truest thing on yeah, the screener. Yeah, I'm here for the adventures of Mando and Green Child. Mando and Green, Mando and Green Child. Mando and Green Baby. Green also, Bill Burr's there. And Werner Herzog. <laughs> oh, yeah, for real, though. Dude, just kind of, I was like, oh. I guess you can act. Th- this old man. This old man. This but uh, while we're on to the topic conf- of cross-promotion, uh, how'd you like that segue? Yeah, if yeah. you are into The Witcher, you can check out the most recent uh, Zach and Griffin's Multiversal Pet Shop, where Zach and I took a trip over to the continent to explore some Witcher beasties. Yes. Is that is that how you got the sickness? Probably, now that you mentioned it. I do still, I am down with the sickness, if you couldn't tell by my voice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I I had a a foul run-in with some drowners, Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I got that, I got that necro lung. Oh, you gotta hate the necro lung. High vaulted ceilings greet you as you descend beneath the temple. A massive forge sits in the center of the room, quiet, still, and lined in shadow. Amareya Dejani looks around the room and smiles. Yes, he could work here. Near the forge in the center of the room sits an altar with a book. Without thinking or speaking, the godling moves to it 
and flips it open with the look of someone returning to turn off an oven. The room comes to life at once. A low fire ignites in the forge and spreads through troughs about the room. Cavities in the wall are ignited. Most are empty. A large shelf holds several tools and scrolls. The light ascends and ignites odd designs about the ceiling, twisting and winding together in a neat spiral pattern in a language long forgotten. This is fucking awesome, man. Like, yeah. Thank you. I, uh, damn, damn worth it. Ow. Ooh. Uh, careful, <laughs> careful second. now. Oh. All right. We're good. Careful now. D- Oof. You, you'll have tomorrow. to give me the name of your decorator. And he holds his arms wide. You are looking at him. Well done, my friend. He does like the hand up, other hand to chest bow. As you take everything in, you all feel a, a wave of inspiration as you level up. So So first, Zephyr, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell me what did you get for your level up? I took level four in... Oh, sorry. Zephyr's going to tell you. I took level four in Bard. (laughs) Good, um, good. Which is, of course, an ability score improvement. Um, My charisma is now 18. I know it was not that before. I'm surprised as well. Because mm-hmm. damn, look at me. Um, and I took another spell because I, I got one. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, it was Detect Thoughts. Oh. Which is very on brand. Oh, good. Oh, good. Everybody's favorite. So you can speak into our minds and then figure out what we're thinking. Well, yeah. Oh, no. That seems right. Mordecai's thinking about dogs at any given point in time. <laughs> they're, just, they're just so good. They're just so good. <laughs> Well, this is good. I can speak into your minds, and then I can hear your bass. I can tune in to your brain so that we don't actually have to talk out loud anymore. Mordecai. I have taken my fifth level in Druid, uh, so I'm now an even 5-5 Barbarian Druid. A Druid. Um, And I was going to say all it gives me is third level spells, but lest we forget, third level spells are really potent. That's when they start getting real good. Yeah. I, you know, got the more hit points um, and got some third level spells. Cool, cool. Um, and I should be noted that, uh, assuming that Jackson's aid is still up, I have an even 100 hit points. Nice. nice. So 95 on a normal day, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, that stays up. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, did you, did you take the spell I think you took? There are two spells in particular I've been really waiting on. What are those? Conjure Animals and and Erupting Earth. Yeah, I think I remember you telling me about Conjure Animals. I can just make eight wolves. Right. Or two dire wolves. And Erupting Earth I'm very excited for because a a while ago I realized that Mordecai is just an earthbender. Mm -hmm. And this is like ultimate earthbender status. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, and uh, Jackson. For Jackson, he gets um, 1d8 hit points. Uh, I rolled a 7, mm-hmm. plus my con, so I get 9 more hit points. Nice. Uh, and then uh, I get more spell slots, um, but not third-level spells yet because it's only level 4 for me. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I'm going to, for now, we'll put a pin in it, but for now I'm going to just dump uh, my ability score improvement into strength and make it a 20. Rad. 
Jackson, as you're walking along the room, admiring the whole situation that Amore and Dejani's got going for him down here, you go to these alcoves that lit up when they came down, and they look like at one point in time they could have held really any manner of treasures. Um, they're as tall as you. Some of them uh, seem to have like armor racks and weapon racks in them, uh, and they're lit by the fires that came through. Think Peter Parker's secret lair and into the Spider-Verse. Perfect. Yes. Oh, cool. Good, yes. But as you walk by one, you see a spot where there should be an alcove, and there's nothing. It's less than nothing. It's actually like a smooth stone wall. As if sensing your question, even before you go to say it, Amareya Dejani comes over and grabs the smoothness and throws it aside as if it's as easy as cloth to move. There behind the wall you see in one of these alcoves a beautiful set of scale mail in all manners of color and metal. Well, that's a neat trick. Can you do that for camping at night? Uh, no, just, uh, just in here. (laughs) Oh, can we take here with us? I mean, we could try and see what we could do with that stone thing, but I was honestly just kind of flexing so that I could show you this cool armor because <laughs> I think you might like it and it looks like it would fit you. I get that looks too oh wait hold on right I'm I am five inches taller mm-hmm. yeah that'll fit me mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll fit me and Jackson has a look in his eyes of very excited but also realizes that that's elf armor mm-hmm. and that's what he wears now yep yeah. Uh, Jackson, you are receiving a set of prismatic scale mail. Ooh. Hot shit. Finely made armor crafted with techniques long thought forgotten, plus one scale mail. And once per long rest, you can select an elemental resistance. Ooh, that's good. Fuck yeah. Once per short rest or long? I'm sorry. Long rest. And the color of the armor will change to reflect the resistance. Hell so yeah, if you choose it. fire, it's going to be red. Cool. I immediately turn it to poison. Okay. Uh, it's, uh, it turns a really cool green. Of course it does. Yeah. That's my whole steez. Absolutely. Nice. Fashion souls. Fashion souls. Mordecai. Uh. As Jackson is stumbling into his very cool new armor, uh, you uh. are drawn to a weapon rack. Uh, nearly half a dozen swords and maces are all in a neat row, covered in a very fine layer of dust and ash. Despite their quality, which is, frankly, unparalleled to almost anything you've ever seen, none of them are speaking to you. Mm. Uh, Speak to me, Amaran. You're about to give in and return to the group when you pass by something left aside clearly by accident. A hammer. Small enough to be worn on a belt, but heavy enough to be of use in the forge. Its design is simple. It's a dragon's head breathing fire etched into the side. It is warm to the touch. You have found the workman's gavel. It's a working tool of an age gone by. This plain-looking hammer packs a wicked punch. It's a plus-one war hammer. So, 1d8 damage plus 1d6 fire damage. Nice. With an expanded crit range of 19 and 20. Ooh! Oh, boy. That's nice. Damn. That's nice. Holy shit. 
I'm gonna be a hammer bro. Again. You're gonna be a hammer bro again. You said you missed being a hammer bro. Now you can. Hit- Maddie's gonna, Maddie's gonna be so hey. sad. I switched weapons again. You can say hammer <laughs> down again. You can do hammer that. down. Hammer down. On nineteens and twenties. Yeah. Zafir, you are watching these two play with their new toys, and you're you're sitting near the forge, and you're enjoying their joy, watching from a distance. Uh, You're taking in the art and the architecture here. It's a wonderful time. But you know there's probably nothing down here for you. Amareya Dejani has always built himself as kind of a martial god, not one for you. And that's when you hear something odd off to the side. There's a, a scraping along the ground, and you look over and you see Rogar found his way into one of the darker corners of the room. From here, you can see that that corner is filled with a wine rack. But rather than that wine rack being filled with uh, wonderful bottles of alcohol that are beyond age to perfection, it is filled with ingots. And Rogar is dragging one of these ingots over to you. Hello, what are you got there, buddy? Ah! And he picks it back up and he keeps dragging it over to you. I'll just walk over and pick it up. It's an odd thing, lacking both shine and texture. Though Rogar struggles with it, you can easily lift it up. You hold it for a moment, just a moment, before it makes contact with your ring. You're focused to the deep. Instantly, the ingot seems to liquefy around your hand. It twists and winds about, and after a moment, it's done. Around your hand is a gauntlet, this strange metal, each of your fingers resembling the designs of the original ring, each one connected to the palm, not by a joint, but by a thin chain. The deep's grasp is a plus one Focus. And when all of your warlock spell slots are expended, you gain an extended sight. What what does that mean? What what Mogan? This is my own personal juice right here. In a sixty foot radius, you can see the number of living creatures, the name and species of those creatures, and incredibly appropriately to the spells that you selected, you can see surface level thoughts as a streaming feed above their head. Oh. <laughs> However, you cannot have any warlock spell slots. So I have to have used them. You have to have used them or expended them. Okay, so you said it's uh, how how far is the range of this? 60 feet. 60 feet. I can see their names, their races. Their names, races, surface level thoughts, and who all is there, including if they are hidden. That is buck wild. Holy shit. Oh, this is so good. The penance is you have to be out of your big guns. Yes. I just found this on the ground, so <laughs> I assumed it was. I I assumed this was just a freebie. Uh, he asks to borrow it from you for just a moment, Mordecai. I found it. I I'll give it back. <sighs> Fine. And he takes it, tosses it from hand to hand, nods in approval, and hands it back to you. We used to use that to uh, keep the metal hot while we were working it. I think it'll keep the bad guys hot. Mm. Well, <laughs> I was, well, you know, eventually I think I'll be using this to make them eventually very cold hmm. because I'm going to kill them with it. Hmm. I, I think hope that's, so. that, that's how yeah. that's how forging works. You make it really hot and then you just let it cool. <laughs> hmm. There we go. Hmm. You, and you guys, 
And you guys watch as Jackson is sitting there and he's fiddling with the runic circle on the corner, uh, on the, uh, the pauldron mm-hmm. of his new armor. And he's just sitting there and he's just spinning it. And you watch it, the armor just cycle through the rainbow. He goes forward and then he goes back. He goes forward. You hear a little wick, wick, wick. Yeah. <laughs> now, when the metal starts moving around my hand, I'm, I'm like, um, uh, uh, things are happening. Huh. What? Oh, God. I, I, I run over with my axe. <laughs> Do not cut don't, my hand off. Don't cut his hand off. <laughs> are you okay, Zemir? I think so. His hand's turning into a tree. Cut it off. I lift, I lift up my axe. <laughs> Do it! I feel like I've seen this before. <laughs> I don't I haven't seen any of this, but I've definitely heard about it. No, that's that's just an old candle knight's fable. It's fine. It didn't really that, happen. Good Wake me up from this nightmare. <laughs> it didn't really happen. It didn't really happen. Um <laughs> Dejani comes on over to you, Zephyr, and admires the self created focus. Nullstone. Huh. Sorry, what? It's called Nullstone. It was, uh, difficult to mine. It's at the very base of, uh, the foundations of uh, the Earth. Uh, We don't really know what it was. We were doing experiments on it when, uh, when everything happened. But it tends to have a mind of its own and a connection to some of the other patrons. Well, apparently, a close one with mine, because, um... Ta-da! That does make sense. The, uh... The outsiders tended to have the the closer relationships to it, but... It seems to have... Chosen you. Nice job. I mean, I I literally picked it up, so... Hmm. I didn't really do anything, but hey, I got the cool glove, so... It's a cool glove. The cool goth kid glove. <laughs> I don't know any other way, Amore. I just don't. And look, I know. And look, that's why I love you, man. Stompers got to stomp. I do like a cool, like, Michael Jackson, like, moonwalk with my one glove. Oh, God. My one shiny glove. Very shiny glove. Hee <laughs> hee. I slot the hammer into my belt. Mm-hmm. I take out the old morning star that I had in the place and just leave it. Okay. <laughs> We found I, we found the box, right? Yes. Yes, yeah, you got the find. box. I, I thought so. Um, I, I I pick the box back up and hold it up and all right, shake it a little bit. Um, give me a perception check. Ooh. No. Okay. <laughs> Natural. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you it, you're distracted by how pretty it is. All right, I'm satisfied. All right. So am I. And he takes the book from the pedestal and closes it shut. Uh, as he does so, the fire from the trough seems to extinguish back down and uh, race back into the book. He takes this book and stows it in his pack. Let's uh, let's get out of here. Oh, all right. Let's go. I mean, go back and tell him that we... Well, hold on. Weren't we supposed to get rid of this place somehow? Not supposed to get rid of it. We were supposed to... Well, we were supposed to get the box that Mordecai has. Yeah, we've got the box. Yeah. Ta-da! Were we supposed to put this place back or something? That is going to be difficult, seeing as there are several tons of dirt above us. The big uh, thing was getting uh, this book 
and my hammer back. And we've cleared the place out of everything that was sort of haunting So the it, miners so. may end up down here then. At some point. I imagine... Well, on the way out, I'll talk... We'll talk to our good friend Burl, mm-hmm. and we'll, uh... Actually, Amarea, we mm. need, uh... We need to start building up the Purple Knights, right? That's, uh... That is the idea, yes. <gasps> uh, do you think maybe he could be the, the guard of this place? Hey... If he's not spoken for. Let's do it. All Let's right. try. Hey. I'm gonna... Uh, we'll ask. All right. I mean, he does seem to work for, um... Mr. Aram. Yes, he seems to work for him, so... Who knows? So let's poach the dude. Surely we're better employers. <laughs> I don't know, we've never employed anyone before. Also, we don't... We can't really pay people right now. I mean, that's fair. But, uh, we could ask. Make him an honorary knight in the time being, and... Who knows, maybe after, uh, we get some of my power back? We'll see. As the four of you head back topside, Amareya Dejani actually tails behind you, and as you leave each room, uh, he locks it. This time, not with the mechanisms of the temple, but with his own power. You exit the temple itself, and you head to the mines. Uh, and the mines, just past where you entered into this massive chamber, there's Burl. Burl! Hey. Figure it out. We yeah. certainly did. All right. Am I going to be uh, worried about uh, creepy crawlies coming out of there anymore? Well, here's the thing, Burl. Uh, I'd like to make you a proposition. All right. Do you remember the Purple Knights from the bedtime stories? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it used uh. to be... Uh, Honor bound to protect holy sites. Exactly. And I uh, let my cape drop a little bit, so mm-hmm. I assume there's a Purple Knight logo somewhere on this armor. Yeah, you've got like a, a little purple dragon. Initially, it was locked to whatever color the rest of the armor was, uh, but Amore Dejani was able to like tap it and lock it into the purple. Well, I'm restarting the order, and I cannot do it alone. And I would like to initiate you to protect the holy site of Amareya Dejani. I'm sorry, what? So this is a temple. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, so we're good there. I right? get that. Not, I get, all okay. right, I'm that. So that's a temple. Yep. Cool. Amareya Dejani? <laughs> yeah, that's where you lost me. Okay. Um, is there another name I would know to use? Uh, nope. He just just an old god. Cool. Big dragon? Um, uh, he's the uh, god of dragons. He's the original dragon. He was the first dragon to ever exist. <laughs> and wow. he's cre- he created everything else after it. That sounds pretty cool. He is. <laughs> on most days, he's all right. I lean to him like, on every day, you're all right, all right? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. This fucking guy, am I right? Ah, fucking right. <laughs> Let him do but, I think he's do, but I think he's doing a pretty good job, so I'm going to let him keep going. <laughs> All right. What do I get out of this? You get... Have you ever, Burl, tried really, really hard just to make flame come out of your weapon? I mean, look, who hasn't? I know, right? I mean, we all do it. All right? We've all sat around the campfire, mm. one drink too many, see who can pick up the hammer. We've all done it. 
Amareya Dejani steps in. What about a uh, a new sort for you? Yo, yeah, we're that. We I, there's a lot. I I could be interested in that. Excellent. <laughs> Jackson, do you mind if I take our, our our friend Burrell in to show him around for a moment? You can head Hi. up and finish taking care of what needs done with Mister Autumn, if you would so choose. Ah, sure. Yes. Uh, Very good. Are you Welcome fine? aboard, Burl. Are you fine to get back on your own, Amareya Dejani? If I have Burl. I will be fine with my new knight. He's got Burl. He's got a burly Burl. Wait, what? <laughs> Welcome aboard, Burl. Good to have you. His eyes grow wide realizing that this other dude is... My, you're, you're alluding to him being a god, because that's fucking wild. This guy's just walking around. It's a big day for you, Burl. Just remember, if you're in a tight situation, you've got Burl. <laughs> it's Burl's big day. Burl's big day. Uh, you leave Burl and Amareya Dejani to Burl's big day. And uh, head back into the mines and up. It's easy enough to find your way out. It's a straight shot back into the central chute. And then straight up you go. Uh, waiting just outside of the mine is Mr. Aram, and you can see in the fresh-trodden Candlemite snow uh, where he has been pacing back and forth for probably a couple hours at this point. Um, hello, Mr. Hello. It's... You have it? You have it? Do you have it? Yes. Yes. Are, are you all right? You seem a little hasty. She's, um, she's, she's just a little testy today. <laughs> He holds out his hand expectantly. Hmm. Please? That was the deal. The deal was for us to get it back to her. He sees your hesitancy for a moment. It's like, if you would like to give it back to her directly, I can arrange that for you. That, it seemed like she wanted us to speak again, so that might just be best. Can we just go to your home? I, I suppose so, yes. Yes. Please, come with me. Come with me. Let's let's go. Mr. Oram leads you back to uh, his manor house. Uh, it's a little bit more lively today. Now that you're there in the daytime, uh, you see people uh, wandering about with... Uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gusto. With gusto. <laughs> uh, no, with, uh, with like notepads and paper and, you know... But this is also, in addition to this being his home, this is also where he runs his business. Uh, and he takes you back up into his office and hangs a little knob, uh, 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 do not disturb sign on the door and shuts it behind you and locks it. I wave hi to Morris on the way in. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hello, Morris. You're not going to try and kill me today, are you? I did not try to kill you. I merely you tried to scare you. You you succeeded. There we go. <laughs> See, I'm good at what I do. Isn't it great? Okay, Saphir, let's go. <laughs> Leave the young boy alone. Hey, he started it. Orem. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> Orem goes to his desk where the imprinted divot is, and he takes the knife out of his desk and is like... All right, y'all ready? Yeah, let's yeah. do this thing. You got it, Mordecai? Uh-huh. All right. He waves his hand over top of his desk, and there where there is the divot, he takes the knife, jabs it into his thumb, and one, two, 
three drops of blood into the mirror-like surface. And with that, just above uh, above and behind you, where that mirrored door is, it once again reaches out and envelops you, taking you to the realm of luck. Just like last time, it is dark and humid. You are standing in the middle of a vast wasteland with a massive building before you. Oh, I, I trot in. All right, let's... Uh, like we own the place. Mm-hmm. Like we, well... Yeah, like we own the place. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the three of you walk in, and uh, you, Zephyr throws the door open. It is uh, uh, the familiar sight of hundreds upon thousands of people gambling at tables, but nobody is there for longer than more than a few seconds before they fade away into the ether to be replaced by a new player. Looks like they're making money hand over fist here, guys. They really know we how to start run. a casino. We totally Guys, we start the casino. casino. You know, I can help you with that. Welcome. Ah. Luck. <laughs> luck is somehow standing behind you. It is uh, the luck that you remember a uh, young woman with uh, short, dark hair wearing fairly common clothes. You've got it then? We do. And she holds out her hand. Can I get a hint? I know that. There was nothing in the deal about hints. <laughs> How about this? I won't open it, but if I guess, you have to tell me that I'm right, if I get it correct. Fine. Three guesses, though. Three guesses, one for each of us. Fine. But I have to have the box first. Ooh. I mean, we were going to give her the box anyway, right, guys? I know, I'm just trying to make this more fun. Oh, All right, okay. here's the box. <laughs> and she takes it. Turns it around once in her hand, turns it back, nods, and she tosses it into the air and it vanishes. Oh. Alright, do you want to go first? Mm. Inside was another box. Jackson? Ah. <sighs> uh, Damn. Uh, ooh, was it like. Uh, I had this great drink. Uh, it was like frozen and cold, it, and but it got you real fucked up. But it came in. It was in like a little package. Was it so? Was it like your own brand of frozen drink? Hmm. I would understand why you wouldn't want us to open it then. It's proprietary. It would be a good reason, but I am going to have to have Zephyr guess as well. Zephyr closes his eyes. And puts his hands sort of in the air next to his head, sort of trying to channel the the thought process. Mm-hmm. It is the still beating heart of a dwarven eunuch. What? I, that, that <laughs> I thought, shot, shot in the dark. It didn't work out. <laughs> Sophia, I really didn't think it was my thing, but I really don't think it was your thing. I don't think it was my thing. I, I'm i sorry, everyone. I, you know, points for creativity. What can I say? Aside from what can I say, I guess. I don't know. What can you say? <laughs> I don't know. We're getting, well, we're getting stuck in a loop okay. here. Regardless, you all have done exactly what you said you would do to the T, and I do thank you for it. Deal's a deal. Deal's a deal. And for that, you go forth with my blessing. Each of you, please take a luck point. Oh, nice. Hey. 
Uh-huh. I do like so that. You may change one of my die rolls, or force me to re-roll, rather, or you can use it as a re-roll for yourselves. <laughs> so I have two of these. Well, you and Mordecai specifically have... We have auto-20s. Yeah, you have we one auto-20. Auto we have an auto-20. Was that from point. drinking at the king's place when I refused to drink? Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you're still sitting on those. I'm glad you both remembered. I, you told me to write a 20 down and circle it really big, so I did. Good. <laughs> Good. Can confirm circle 20. Can confirm circle 20. Very well. Is there anything else I can do for you, gentlemen? What's in the box? The, the deal's over now. Now you can tell. Now you can tell me. Roll me a persuasion check. I I, I go. Hey, you got this, <gasps> Bardic Inspiration. Uh, what did you get, Bardic Inspiration? Well, it's not. Oh my god, that's a twenty-four. I like the cut of your jib. What's you know, a jib? I've been told that before. What's a jib? Part of this ship. There it is. And she leans in close. Nothing. Oh. It's what's on the hinges. Amareya Dijani used a very special type of metal that when it oxidizes, the rust is incredibly valuable to certain individuals working certain magics. One of my more inventive followers had a request. The only place that you could find it is in Amareya Dijani's temples. That's clever as fuck. Couldn't have you opening it. Would have scraped off all the rust. Uh, We've been bested by the best. Not even bested. That's just smart. Like House always wins, Shenastilioth. Uh, that, that isn't always true. I've definitely robbed a few houses. Lo <laughs> Long game, but your point is taken. <laughs> Mordecai, are you okay? Do we need to get you a drink? No. <laughs> I'm allergic to casinos. Okay, well, we should get oh. going then. You That's know. why they, they, you're not allowed to smoke in a lot of them anymore. He didn't bring his inhaler. Just stay out of the ones in Michigan and you'll be fine. What's a jib? It's part <laughs> of the ship, I already told you! Mordecai doesn't have a boat, though. And even if he does, it's not here. It's an expression, Jackson. It's a figure of speech. It's a fake boat? I'm leaving. <laughs> Is it because we're in a patron realm? Here, read this, close. and I hand you the book of cleric semantic gestures that I found two games ago. Ooh, thank you. There we go. Very well. Well, you gentlemen have a fine night. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by uh, the rest of the day and she winks and you are all standing outside of mr no, come house. on you can't uh i can thank you for joining us here on another path you can find our website and merch store at anotherpathpodcast.com on twitter at anotherpathpod and our network at ghostlightmedia.net you can support our efforts by donating at patreon.com slash ghostlightmedia, a special thanks to our donor Nathan N., or by giving us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcatcher will let you. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at Griffcold, and Zach at that guy, Zach Rob. 
We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode. And until then, remember that sometimes it's not about what's in the box, but about how is the box. Also, you might have noticed this episode's a little bit shorter than normal, so stick around for some bloopers from earlier this season that didn't make the initial cut but are still very funny. Yeah, it's... It, I don't know, guys. Um, real real talk. Mm. Is, uh, is what we did better or worse morality-wise than uh, what Trace Horny Boys did to Fandolin. Worse. Worse? Well, I mean, I'm not sure how big Fandolin was. And, like, there was no population. government structure to ruin in Fandolin. But yeah, I don't no. know its population size, because we probably wiped out, like, a cool, like, at least 50 thou. <laughs> uh, there cool was collateral damage. Ten there was... About there was th- property damage, there was collateral damage, there was government treasury just scattered to the winds, like... Yeah, but there's still people left. There are still people left, It's but... still livable. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of ratios. That was also a, a small mining community and not the capital city of a country. <laughs> yes. I, I think ours was worse. For sure. My favorite thing is going into Walmart and asking the paint guy for the cheapest flat colors that he has. And mm-hmm. he looks like, at me like I'm an idiot every single time. Yeah. Like, you know what, dude? I'm going to use that for not what do you think I'm going to use that. <laughs> it's like, I just, I have some, I have some flats that I need to, I just need to black them out. I just need to black them out. I just need a lot of black. I, I, it just needs to go on a stage on the floor where people are going to walk on it immediately. Yeah, I just need some stage black, please. I just need no. It can't be. I understand that you want to get rid of all of this satin. I can't put satin black on my floor. That'll be awful because yep. you know who also has to light the damn thing. You. Mm-hmm. And I really don't want future Ryan to be mad at past Ryan. Don't don't worry, don't worry. If and when uh, mount acquisitions happen, there will be time set aside for uh, going through the stables, picking out your new best friend, and naming them. Good, perfect. Of course. What am I? Some kind of monster? Yeah, I understand. Many yeah. have follow that track. Excuse me a moment. My wife just got home and I need to shut the door so TV doesn't bleed in here. Yeah, you got it. Go do your thing. I don't know what a TV is, man, but um, I thought I thought, frankly we were kind of having a heart-to-heart. No, but, I'm uh, sorry. I want. I just wanted to make sure we had a heart-to-heart without any distractions <laughs> all right. at all. There we go. Hey, the the dulcet towns of Gordon Ramsay teaching children how to cook will not be leaking okay. in here. Okay, I think I've heard of him. He's quite anyway. good, I've been told. Anyway. Less of a jerk than people make him out to be. Anyways. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay's the Minotaur from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nope. Roar- that's Gordon yep. Gamsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gordon Ramsay is uh, is a goat folk. Yes, no. Ram- <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm terrible and I'm not sorry.
Guys, this combat brought to you by Dwarven Farm. No, it's we can't, not. We, we can't. We no. can't cop that flavor. Guys, this combat brought to you by a forged dwarf. Um, that's not better. All right, brought to you by Chiron, an actual dwarf. <laughs> Chiron and Ignatius. Uh, Yeehaw! Guys, I have a twenty-one. D and D Beyond. <laughs> no, we can't cop that flavor either. Guys. Casper mattresses. <laughs> back. <laughs> Guys, be, I, I'll be right back. I got some blue apron on the stove. I gotta go. Uh... <sighs> Guys, Pathfinder 2. Guys, the sequel to Pathfinder. Let me talk to you about some stamps. <laughs> Guys, me undies cradles my junk so well. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, NordVPN cradles my cell phone. Okay. Guys, extreme restraints. I'm going to get a soda. I rolled a four on my initiative. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're going to have to get that audio again because we're going to cut all this. You're going to have to say that initiative roll again. I, I, I could just I could cut it down. It's fine. <laughs> hey, Chase. It's me, Zach, your friend. It's nice to see you. If you don't hear this, then why did you delete it, you jerk? This has been a Ghostlight Media Production.